Hello, strangers. Welcome to our new podcast, Planar Pirates of Mistport. For a long while now, the Loot and Dagger D&D Actual Play podcast team has tossed around the idea to run off to sea for some piratey hijinks and bring in our local Atlanta D&D friends as guest voices, module content creators, guest DMs, and more. Well, we've finally done just that. Metaphorically, at least, you know, given the going price of sailing vessels these days. We're proud to welcome Amanda Dawn Gaddy to the Loot and Dagger cast family. She'll be our fearless captain on these adventures. My name is Jenny Ray. Some of you may recognize me as Geeky Elf Girl on the social streams. I'll be alongside as first mate and your introductory host. James Stiver, our Loot and Dagger usual DM, will be along for, well, you'll see. Now let's hoist the colors and full sail ahead into our first episode of the Planar Pirates of Mistport, where we find Captain Quinara and First Mate Naltana discovering an offer of adventure and loot that sounds almost too good to be true. Let's tell some stories. Well, welcome to the very first session of the Planar Pirates of Mistport. With me at the table, let's begin with our newest cast member. Hello, hello. Amanda. Hi. Good evening. Good evening and welcome. So, Amanda will be our captain. Tell us a little bit about your captain. Who are you playing? Oh, it is Captain Quinara Rowing. She's a human rogue swashbuckler who was once in the Mistport Royal Navy and through unseen and uncontrollable circumstances needed to turn to piracy for a bit. Beautiful. Um, also at the table with us is Jenny. Hi. Hey, Jenny. Hey. You, you, most people probably know Jenny. If you're already listening to this <laughs> far into Loot and Dagger, you know many of the characters Jenny is playing, but what are you? What, what are you playing today, Jenny? Probably most people don't know my real name. Um, I know, right? <laughs> Her name is Jenny, by the way, everybody. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't introduce myself that way very much. Uh, you can find me in all of our social streams as at Geeky Elf Girl. Amanda, where can they find you? Oh, is at Muller Baroness on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And we will just be spreading those those uh, Twitters Twitter handles out in the, in the ether as well. So, oh, and me, I'm James. I'm no big deal. So that's just me. Yes. Uh, I am your DM at least today. So um, we will be playing modules and having guests and doing all kinds of fun piratey and exploration of the multiverse type stuff um, with different. Um, different and weird storylines um, that are all interconnected. So this will be uh, basically just a little origin story to begin with. And uh, it's not a module. It's something that's off the top of my head. So that's fine. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. I suggest we just go right on in. Let's just let's just do this. Okay. Everybody ready? Yeah. Do, you, do you want me to? You're the captain. I am. So, I am. I am. You're all the captain. Uh, let me paint the picture then. Today. Today is a nice day. What, what do we think the weather's like today, everyone? What do you think? Oh, miserably sunny. Miserably sunny. Yes. Okay. Miserably sunny. It's uh, it's warm. You uh, you find yourselves. This is um. The captain and the first mate of the Sirens, a song, have just entered the porthole in this port. The porthole is a rough and tumble kind of adventure slash roguish slash fisherman's bar, essentially, where you find all sorts. It is a basically one of the oldest dive bars in all of Mistport, and this is um, the timeline here is where Missport had ju- is still 
reforming after basically a demon attacks that had just went rampage. And this was like ground zero for those demon attacks. But we're looking at about about six to eight months after that, where things have been slowly repairing itself. So a lot of buildings have been kind of destroyed around this place. Um, slowly, um, things have just been piecing itself back together. But somehow, the porthole itself remained completely intact. <laughs> It was the first thing repaired. It was the, well, it didn't even get a lot. Like, it's like every, it was like Waffle House. Nothing, okay. nothing well, wanted to touch like, it. Yeah, it was probably um, during, like, all the explosions and all of the fighting, it's it's all going to be concentrated on, like, where the, the going up and sieging the castle and, you know, in the, right. the main. No one gave a shit about the porthole. No one cares about the porthole. already, it already looks like it's it already, uh, been yeah, attacked. It already, it, <laughs> but that was just the way it was before. So. You're about to walk in, um, but you are just outside, and you can hear there's a there is a bard playing inside some old sea shanty type um, type song. Oh no, that one! I bet you could play it much better than that too. Oof, they're butchering that. Captain, why don't you describe your character before we go any further? Captain Quinara Rowing is about 32 years of age, of a human female wearing a wide-brimmed red hat with a leather trench coat, uh, auburn hair, blue eyes, little jib on her chin, uh, and that's about it. Very fancy, or just very, does it, is it a very uh, over-the-top kind of piratey thing going on with, with Captain? or Not over-the-top, but she's not afraid to uh, show off from time to time. Okay. Um, what about the first mate? What's the name? Um, so, Naltana. Mm-hmm. What does Natana look like? Uh, Natana Feilindale is, she's a wood elf. She is, actually, I wrote down her description. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> uh, uh, she's a wood elf, so she has um, a very uh, kind of bronze, coppery skin from being out on the water a lot. Um, she has uh, blonde hair that is kind of loosely curly and piled up on her in, in the back of her head with a, and stuck up with pins so it stays out of her face. She's about 5'7", I believe. And, uh, yeah, she just... Uh, I can't find where I wrote her down. Uh, it's fine. We can, we can... I'll describe her more later as we go along. We'll describe her characters <laughs> more as you get the inspiration to but describe your characters a, she more. She is a rock star. So she, is, um, she has studded leather armor uh, that is... You can see some of the studs have been replaced with uh, different colored... Inexpensive gems. Okay. Um, uh, does she have a loot with her at all times? She does. Okay. Yeah. It's, like, um, it's functioning. Basically, it's a, it's as close as I can get to a to an electric guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a loot, but it doesn't look like your average loot. It probably looks a little bit. Does it? Does it have the V <laughs> instead of like a, a round tube? Does it actually have a V? No. No. Okay. No. All it's, right. it's more like a it's more like a Gibson. Okay. More mm, like a Gibson. Uh, okay. Okay. Or, okay. Or, Got or, it. Or a Fender. Well. Mm. Yeah, it's like a rounded Fender. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, anybody who does know what a Fender guitar looks like, think, yeah, think Jimi Hendrix out of Fender. So. Yeah, she's got uh, hazel She's like eyes. the Jimi Hendrix of the elven community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's she's always riffing on uh, catchy tunes. Uh, she has hazel eyes. I was right. She, yeah, she's 5'7-ish, I said. I found <laughs> my description of her. And cool. She, yeah. But she is... Glam- glamorous. She is a glamorous bard. Yes. So we have a uh, a quite obvious kind of um, not a flat over the top flashy, but a, you know she's a, a pirate. You know she's a pirate. You have a captain who's who's a pirate, and you also have this over kind of. The, but this is an over the top bard who looks like a looks like someone famous. Her leather has been dyed like a, a pinkish shade. Okay. It's it's still leather, but it's it's um been faded out and i imagine the sun's bleached it quite a bit as well okay now the scene is set do you want mail i don't know if we can afford it what funds we have left but we might as well i do believe our contact is supposed to be inside somewhere i'll see if i can get us him mm. i will go to the bar okay and you walk in to the porthole proper mm-hmm. um the porthole is exactly kind of the the people kind of uh, or everyone I described, they're everyone from looks like obvious adventurers to which are, you know, terrifying. Adventurers are terrifying people. Um, 
And there's roguish types having secret conversations. There's there's obvious uh, fishermen here. Most people gruff and looking, eyeballing everyone, that kind of thing. And uh, you do notice at the um, at the bar is a older, very old looking gnome. And when she comes up, she goes, um, "Oh, hey there." Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. My name is Mama Glitterstone. Nice to meet you. I feel like I've heard that name somewhere before. Oh, I've been all over, but you know, this very bar is where I had my, one of my favorite granddaughters used to play here. And she points over at a poster of a, um, which Glitterstone? Uh, uh, Giddy. Giddy. Giddy, sorry. There's Giddy Glitterstone. Sorry, hold up. Hold and there's Stock. I have a technical question here. Um, yes. You said, so we've come to Missport. I, we were doing a lot of things. Have we been to Missport before? This is our first time in Missport. No. Um, the captain is from Missport. You okay. could be from Missport if you'd want. You guys would come here. This is like your home base. Missport is like where you come back to supply and, and you come out of Missport to do all your pirating and such. Okay. So I would say that you guys know Missport pretty well. You probably know the porthole okay. Um, so and, say, if we've been here before, mm-hmm. then I would have, uh, I, I do have that, um, that feature, the, um, the popular demand sure. feature. So I could just get us, you know. Just standard ale drinks. I'm trying to establish if they know us by basically we've been here before. Yeah, you've been here before. You probably played um, a few drunken nights here. Sorry, I just Uh, missed the timeline (laughs) of like, did we come here before? I'm I'm good. I'm good with it now. (laughs) All right, back to entertainment. So, so, uh, Mama Glitterstone uh, looks at you like, it's good to see you guys again. Would you be needing some more of your complimentary uh, ale I'd love some and uh, I've I've composed a little thing for you oh have you I have and uh, I'm gonna play oh, her you're just gonna like make, a little... you're gonna make me cry aren't you right in front of everybody everyone shut up I'm not gonna cry and if I do then you and everyone's like yes mama glitterstone <laughs> uh, so I will play her just like a little uh, just a little, a little riff just a tiny little ditty of like something that I'm working on Okay. You know. And she sways to it a little. It's like, oh. Oh. So, what do oh. you think? Do, is that a you good are key? Just the, you are just a, a bright and shining beacon of I don't know. I was wonder. thinking, oh, I was thinking of adding, like, you life. know, if I could get some, maybe some, like, a drum rhythm back in there, you know. I'm still kind of working on it, but... um. If, oh, if you, yeah. Do you like, it sounds do you like really nice. I love it. I love it a lot. And thank you so much for playing that for me. I think that I think there's going to be plenty of people who would love to be the backing instrumental parts for you. Well, we'll see. I'm sort of excited about the collaboration. Who wants to be in her band, everyone? She wants some people in a band. Well, we're not really holding auditions right this very second. but um... Oh, I could play something. Some uh, half-work comes over. I got a um a bongo. <laughs> You're right. Um, so maybe um. He stinks. He um. Maybe he's got some holes in later. his uh, shirt. Don't don't really have a space for auditions right now, and um, sort of still working. You know. Uh, right. Just um, looking for that complimentary um, you know, ale that you get, and I'd like to have that kind of uh, stall power. <clears throat> uh, Mama, can I? Yes, what is it, darling? Could you let's give this gentleman some ale, um, just 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 a bit? Okay. I owe um, you one. Um, yeah, we can't just be giving everyone your complimentary ale. It's bad, bad enough that uh, oh, that the captain gets the free ale too. I mean, you're the only one who you're the one who actually entertains everyone right, here. here. It's here, just part here. of the. Here. I'm not here. trying to be a here. you know. And I will I will actually toss her a, okay. a silver. You toss her a silver. She goes. Fine, I will do this then. And uh, hands over complimentary ale to the half orc. He goes, right, uh, thank you, every, thank you, thank you. And he, uh, he raises a glass to both of you. To the captain and the first mate. Yeah. Thank you much. I'm greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. You are a bit well known ish here at the uh, porthole, Captain. So, whether you like it or not. Not on this day. I've got a ship outside falling apart, and I need a job. Where's that contact of ours? 
I don't know. I mean, you set up all the business deals. I just come along and uh, look good and serve as the distraction. That you do. You're welcome. You notice around uh, the contact you were looking for specifically is a uh, older elvish um, fisherman named Pointy-Eared Pete. This is something I believe uh, a contact of yours said that this person um, has information for you on the uh, on what you're looking for. You do see um, upstairs, there's actually an upstairs area here, in a secluded booth, you see uh, Pointy-Eared Pete. So it's like a balcony around? Yeah, it's like a balcony around, and you see like a, you, you do see a, a secluded booth up where you do kind of notice uh, Pointy-Eared Pete from, from where you're standing. And I uh, discreetly start heading upstairs towards Pointy-Eared Pete. Okay. I follow. All right. You go upstairs, and there he is, pointy-eared Pete, and he looks at you with really one good eye. The other one is, uh, the other eye is all, um, like, has, what's it called? It has white, whited over. Like snow blind? Like snow blinded over, yeah, snow. But he, um, he, he has wearing basically tattered clothes for the most part. Um, his uh, pants are held up by rope, that type of thing. He is not wearing any shoes. And all of his toes are green. He has a slight smell, but he also does have um, a pitcher of booze there with him. And you've probably taken your ale with him. And uh, he's just kind of looking around. So you can approach the secluded booth if you would like. I very much like to. Go to him, put my hat down next to him. Who you be? Pointy, do you not remember me? Hmm. Why don't? Look at me from the, the other Let eye. me look, look at, at you. Let me get a good look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember you. Ah, you. You're that kid that ran with her. Who's your uncle? Ah, yes. Oh, uncle Otto. Oh. Otto. Yes, Otto. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, hello. How's Otto doing, by the way? Hmm. He's not doing the greatest, I guess, but uh, but uh, he's uh, still kicking, still kicking. Oh, that's good, I suppose. And you look fabulous. Look that's at right. me! I can still do the jig, you know. He 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 tries to get up and starts doing a little jig. Look at me! Yes, yes. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what uh, you you were wanting? You were wanting some information from old pointy ear Pete, were you? Indeed I am. What have you heard about the treasure mask? Oh, yes. Yes, the, the mask of riches from the fabled uh, treasure of, of Captain Tristan Blue. That's what you're looking for. That's the one, my friend. Yes. I pour him a little bit more ale out of his pitcher. Oh, that's nice. That's nice that you did that. Mm. So that's a uh, jogging... Jogging my memory, see. Tristan Blue. There's a bit of a myth with it, right? But I don't think it's a myth. You know why I don't think it's a myth? Why is that? Because I, I was on, I was on a boat. And this boat, it found a cave, you see. And I was the only one left alive. From uh, our trek to find this treasure ourselves. You, you were on the Black Swan? Um, roll me a perception check and uh, insight check. Nat 20. First roll of the campaign. That bodes well. <laughs> well done. You Thank can you. see it very clearly in, in the good eye of a pointy-eared Pete that he's searching something in the back of his mind and it's, it's terrifying. I, I did. I had a... I don't... Uh, it's there's a curse, curse, that Tristan, Tristan Blue laid upon the uh, crew. She wasn't given the shares out equally. See. And my curse, I can't remember some of my voyages with with the Black Swan. But I was left alive. <laughs> I was able to get out. Ah, I know where it's at. Now, Tata eyes the, the booze that have been poured. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of in her breath to Captain Quinn, she's like, is that the curse of the alcohol? Clearly, we've not been getting the good stuff. <laughs> what is a... Uh, 
yes, yes, yes. For the right price, I can give you a map, you see. I was certainly, uh, it does exist as I feel. I know I was on the crew, at least for a good voyage or two. Tell me, what type of captain was Captain Blue like? Tristan Blue was a greedy captain, but full of adventure. But she didn't show, you said. That must have made you angry. No. It was her undoing. Have you heard the tale of Tristan Blue? Have I heard the tale of Tristan Blue? <laughs> Roll me a history check. Oh, great. Yeah, that's that one that I am not <laughs> proficient in. Mm. Oh, no. Nope, I have never heard this story. You fell asleep in that class. Then let me you? tell you no. the story. <laughs> I was too busy, like, jamming over with another mm. group of bards uh, when mm. they were telling this particular one at the last <laughs> festival that I was at. <laughs> so goes the tale of Tristan Blue. It has been years and years since, since Tristan Blue last lived. Tis no storm or kraken that wrecked her forsaken skiff. It was greed and deceit who beached a black swan in our seas. She choked a curse and clutched her pearls. She sank like stone beneath waters that raged and swirl. The crew died while taking their share. Now the mask of riches waits in its ocean lair. It's a good, good little thing, huh? Nice, nice. Is that copyright? Because that's, that's something you could do in the places we go when you entertain. I think, yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty good. Actually, yeah. I'll cover it. So you see, I have first-hand experience with, this, uh, with the Black Swan. Indeed you do. Now, the location, if you will, and oh. Quinn's going to look around to make sure no one's eyeing a little too close to the conversation. There's a little satchel next to pointy-eared Pete, and he pulls out, and looks like it, pulls out a wrapped-up um, piece of cloth, and he lays it on the table. Yes, yes, the map that will take you to the island. For the right price, of course. The right price, and what do you think this is worth? Five gold. Five gold? That's highway robbery. Why directions so expensive? Right? I'll pay no more than two. Well, then I guess you will not get it. Three. And I hold up a gold. Sit down. Roll me a persuasion check of some sort. Whoever wants to persuade the price going oh, down. I started this. I might as well keep going with it. Twenty-two. Fine, then. I'll give it to you for uh, three gold. Fine. But, but you put in your songs or whatever that uh, good old pointy-eared Pete pointed you in the way, <laughs> right? I think that can be arranged. Sure. And if you'll get that mask, and it does uh, provide you the treasures that uh, good old Tristan got. Be sure to uh, don't forget about good old pointy-eared Pete, huh? I slide over three gold and two more... Get yourself a good bear, pair of boots and get yourself cleaned up. Why? Why is this? <laughs> Kindness. <laughs> he starts just kind of laughing. <laughs> ah, you're going to make a good captain. I am a great captain. I can vouch for that. <laughs> All right. Unless there's anything else that is kind of the scene for that moment. We need to get back downstairs and back to the ship and see what the rest of the crew is doing with the supplies. God only knows what Winto's got himself up to. As we're walking back, I'm going to kind of muse on it a little bit and think about it and turn to Captain Quinn and say, didn't he say that all the crew died? They were all cursed and they all died. You know how these things... Nerves. Except for him. There's always one left alive. Elsewhere where the stories come from. Right. Well, he didn't seem more intelligent to be able to come up with something like that on his own. No, I'm not questioning his... his... Integrity? Sure. <laughs> I just, I think it's interesting that there was only one survivor, that's all. Uh, generally, that's the way it goes, it seems. I mean, if you got all of the single survivors from all the stories and you put them all together, wouldn't that be kind of a badass crew? If no, they all managed to survive. That's a meeting for people with P PTSD. That's all that is. That's, I still think it could be useful. Anyway. That's a room full of therapy, is all that is. Let's, let's go. Okay. Uh, you are making your way back to the ship. Is that correct? I'm making assumptions mm -hmm. here. Unless you sure. Want to... Okay. Uh, 
Docked at Mistport, um, the actual port, you make it back to the Siren's Song, which is your ship, right, Captain? Describe to me your ship. What does it look like? Oh, it's not a very large ship, but it's not quite small either. It's speedy. It's back in its day. It was much quicker, um, much, much nicer. The the sails need repairing. The there's a few loose boards here and there. There's probably barnacles down the bottom. It's seen better days, but it's it's made the Neverwinter run in quite good time, actually. Very good. From atop, you hear um, Yolaris, one of one of your um, crew members, yell. This is a tabaxi, an older tabaxi that's kind of covered in uh, arcane um, trinkets and has a staff, a gnarled staff, and it just lays on the staff and it's, it goes up the side and it goes, Oh, you're back, Captain. Yes, Yolaris, what is it? I was just waiting on uh, something to do. Something to do. You could have hammered some of these nails down. You could have repaired the sails. What have you been doing this entire time? Cleaning myself. <sighs> Obviously. You were going to make the joke, weren't you, eventually? <clears throat> That's fine. You're surrounded by water. You know, instead of cleaning yourself, you could just dip in for a quick bath. Oh, no, no. no oh, no. will not happen at all. Why? Uh, all that, and he just points the staff at the water. That is just terror liquid. <laughs> Some of the fur, like yeah, fur just kind of stands up a little bit. <laughs> All right, I'll let everyone know the captain is back to the ship. Hopefully, with a big box of money. I'm working on it, Villa. Yolaris, my name is Yolaris. One day, maybe you'll remember it. And one and day, he... you'll treat me like a proper captain. Mm. One day, you climb aboard your ship, uh, meeting you, scrubbing the, uh, or actually scrubbing the uh, deck. Um, with enthusiasm is Angkor, the uh, the a big, giant, doofy-looking half-orc. Angkor, how is it today? I'm doing pretty good, boss. Pretty good. Just uh, making sure my list is all done. Uh, got a list, and I'm doing it. I'm going through each and every one. Right now, it's scrubbing the deck. And then it's going to be moving some boxes. You've been doing a wonderful job, Ankor. Keep no, up the good work. You've been doing a wonderful job as captain. I don't care what your law says. Um, and you have been a great first mate there. Uh, pretty, pretty girl. She winks. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Oh, oh. And he blushes and he goes back to, <laughs> I'm just going to diddle around it all. Uh, I'm going to do this thing where I push the mop around. <clears throat> do you want some music to work by? Um... Of course. Uh, so I, you, I will set it since we're just back on the ship and I'm going to mm. let you go give your orders. I'm going to I'm gonna set up, um, just kind of perch on, I get as high as I can, kind of like, I, there's boxes around. Yes, um, there are generic so boxes anytime, that probably have nothing in them. Anytime <laughs> that there is an, a rise of any kind, yeah. uh, boxes, crates, um, she finds a stage or, a, or makes a makeshift stage. Um, so she'll get up there and uh, and just begin, you know, some of her ballads oh, and things. Sing me the song about going back to Louisiana. Again, really like that one. I really like the um, the one about Louisiana. It's his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, says Squirrel Livingston, who is another crew person of yours that is uh, currently uh, coming up from uh, from below deck. And this is a halfling, and Squirrel is a female halfling. And Squirrel uh, runs up. It's like, oh, Captain? Squirrel, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. We keep him busy, have you? Oh, yes, I am. I'm doing, I'm doing all the stuff you had asked. Every bit of it, I promise. I'm sure you have. You've been doing a wonderful job. Uh, what's for dinner tonight? Um, well, it's going to be... Uh, did you... We did a little bit of a grocery run, and uh, with uh, you know the um, the money you gave us, which wasn't much, um, just and that's not um. I'm sure there'll be much more money in the future, Captain. Uh, but the well, bucket uh, is on a budget right now. It's all right. No, it's fine. It's cool. It's all right. It's fine. Cool. Um, but uh, we were able to get some uh, uh, deer meat, and right. it's going to be a great feast tonight with the deer meat and a lot of vegetables. All right. 
Fine. And soup. Uh, and you know my uh, secret recipe soup? I do. Right? It's I... going to be that again. Oh, I'm happy. Oh, you're happy, too. I can see it on your face. Okay. Um, yes, indeed. Yes. Um, she has a basically holstered as a little tiny pot. <laughs> and on the other side is holstered at a pan. So she has a pot and pan Aww. holstered. And she swings around. The, the pot's kind of cling to the other parts of her <laughs> um, her stuff. Uh, they are... Re- the instead of swords, she's got a spatula. A spatula <laughs> instead of some swords, yes. Um, I love how we just made Squirrel up on the fly here, and that mm. is what she is. Um, so she goes back down below deck where you can already start uh, smelling some of the um, some of the meat being cooked. All right, uh, that, that's super fast. Uh, it took me gargling salt water for two weeks to get that taste out of my mouth. <sighs> All right. No, what could possibly be going on wrong now? Um, that's when uh, one uh, one toe Joe. Oh. You had to. Uh, she, uh, Naltana, just like stops. Sing, you know when musicians are just playing, and then like all of a sudden there's like the jink of like the guitar just stops. Yeah. So, you had to ask. You really had to ask out loud. How many times have I told you not to? You're the... All right, sorry. The ship's still afloat, isn't it? Captain. Captain. <clears throat> yes, Wanto? I'm, um... I'm not feeling good. What's wrong now? I, um... Think I've, um... I got a new boil. A new one? A new one. What have you named it? Uh, I named him Pit, because Pit. he's right in my armpit now. And, um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm just... I'm not feeling good. Let's take a look at Pit. Yes. I just need you to maybe poke it a little bit. Maybe see if it's something that can be, uh, you know, you know a lot more about this than I do. Yes, I do. Because um, One Toe Joe is um, a little bit of an older human um, who has all kinds of scars and gross things on him. Um, he definitely looks and acts aloof most of the time. Yeah. He's generally the one fucking everything up <laughs> on your ship. If there's someone who fucks it up, he is uh, he is not good at learning, but he tries so hard. Sorry, why is he on board? Mm-hmm. He's our doctor. Um, look, I just need you. Here's what you're going to have to do through me. You're going to have to. And he opens up his armpit in front of everyone. And you see, it's almost like the eye of Sauron just, just pulsating. Ooh. Oh, um... um I'm hoping this one doesn't talk, <clears throat> but I might need a priest and um, a needle. You're gonna need a paladin for that thing. Uh, oh, um, um, yes, right. Some kind of restoration thing. I don't know. And he's gonna hand you um, a couple of needles and uh, some scissors, and he has a saw blade, just in case. Just um, I, I want to keep my arm and my elbow. So, if you don't mind, um, roll me a medicine check. That's a nine. Nine. Okay. Mm. You don't know what the hell this thing is? You don't know how to do... No. Yeah. Oh, my God. You want to go for it now or uh, later? How did you even get this thing? I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty sure the new soap I got isn't soap. Where did you get it? What's it look like? Well, it was the last place we stopped. It was the, uh, what was it called? The, oh, uh, Beggar's Canyon. Remember? Vaguely. Yeah, well, you know what? There was someone in uh, stall who sold me some magic soap. You, was he selling it out of a trench coat? Yeah, it was a mobile stall. Oh, good lord. All right. Why do you always do these things? All right, I'll, do you want to keep it? Do you want to keep Pit? <sighs> no. No, I don't want to keep Pit. Well, that, at least you got that going for you. All right. Let me see what I can do with this. You're going to have to shave this hedge you've got going on under here. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, so he, uh, on top of your ship, they, they, he goes ahead and sits down. Some uh, There's some chairs and there's a, there's a box. And he uh, takes a big swig of, uh, of whiskey, puts it down. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I cast hold person. Thank you. And he goes, he just. Oh wait, no, I don't. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> Make up your mind. No, I don't cast hold person because I don't have that. 
Okay. I did, and then I changed my mind. I mean, we could have asked Acor to sort of knock him out, but you seem ready for this. So I think I'm. I think I'm ready. Just uh, I think my professional medical advice here is to saw around it and just peel it off, or just uh, try to poke it with the needle and get some of the pus out, and then we're just gonna scrape off the rest. Natana, are you sure this isn't something you would care to volunteer for? I mean, maybe perhaps... There's already a little spurt of uh, no. gross. <laughs> he smiles, a big toothy grin over at uh, Natana. Oh, hey. So... Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> it's uh, a couple of his teeth are blacked out. I know we're all a tight-knit family here, but... Um... Has anyone considered that we actually captain permission to uh, uh, go ashore? What for? We just got back. We did. You take care of what you need to do on here and just wait for me and don't go anywhere. And I will take Wento Joe. Okay. Uh, by the other arm. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to gently lead him down the gangplank. Uh, permission granted, I suppose. None of us are qualified to deal with this shit. <laughs> Not without him losing. You know, I could just talk you through it. I'm pretty sure I could just talk you through it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure sh- that I'm I could pretty just. Pretty sure you can't. I'm, I'm I am sure the that, medical that, officer. You're the of medical the ship. officer, but um, it just sort I, of. You, you know, I'm also a little drunk. I, I I'm going to be honest. Sure, but I think doctors need to be treated by other doctors, not by the people they heal themselves. So why don't we? Yep, you're going to come with me, and I'm going to take him by the other arm, and uh, actually, first I'm going to bandage it okay i'm just gonna grab like i'm sure we have gauze or bandages whatever okay. i'm gonna wrap it up possibly not new gauze but yeah go ahead mm. yeah. Uh, i will press digitate anything clean good idea so it's sterile okay uh, and i'm going to take him ashore to uh we're gonna we're gonna locate the nearest actual doctor no no take him to a church first but that thing might be possessed that's a good point. Right. Okay. So I'm going to take him. Yeah, I'll take him to the nearest uh, like shrine. There's probably sure. like an, there's like a shrine. Altar. There's a uh, priest there. They uh, they bless it. They make sure it's not a cursed uh, a cursed pus. They make sure it because it does have a bit of an the eyeball of it is not exa- mm. It's not a real eyeball, of course. Mm. It just has a vague look like that. So oh. whew. Erring right. in the side of caution. Yeah. And then um, you take one tojo to an actual local physician. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to charge you one gold. That's and fine. For, uh, they're going to uh, tell you that they'll send Joe back to you when they are done. So That's good. You're yeah. in good hands here. And uh, I will, yep, I'll leave him in the, in the care of the actual doctor so that none of us have to lance that damn thing. Okay. That was going to be real fun. Okay. <laughs> we will time skip a bit where Wento uh, Joe is back on the ship. He has a bandage on his armpit. Yeah, before um, he gets back, when I get back on the ship, I was like, fine, wherever we go, you owe me a gold. Fine. Yeah, just toss it. All right. Coffers <sighs> are looking pretty empty at this point for you. I they are. After the grocery run of Dr. Bills. I wasn't going to touch that. You Don't forget Neal hair treatment. Yolaris walks over. Yeah. What is our fine captain provided for us? This day. We've got a bit of a lead. A lead. Treasure. I toss the map down onto the table. Got Interesting. This on, got this on high authority from a very reputable individual that this is where the treasure of Tristan Blue may be buried. Ah, Tristan Blue. You have uh, mentioned him before, haven't you? Once or twice. Hmm. It's a bit of a pet project for you. Does it matter as long as we get paid? I'm afraid we have gotten to that point in our finances. But I've heard more and more that Tristan Blue is just a myth. And, uh, what is this map? And he's looking it over. Anyone can draw a map to some island and say this island doesn't exist. And now we go out in the middle of nowhere and there's nothing. Hilaris, we really don't have much of an option anymore. Aye, Captain. Yolaris uh, does put a hand on you. It's like, I know I can be um, difficult with you sometimes, Captain. To say the least. And I will continue to be. And he walks off. Of course. Purring. 
Why do you keep him aboard? At this point, I've kind of forgotten. Mutiny is a thing, you know. Let's not encourage it. Fine, when we get back, we'll put in an ad in the want ads or something. We really just can't afford any more crew. The ship barely stays afloat as it is. We need this. I know. That's why I don't argue with you most of the time. Besides that, your Laris does enough that for both of us, and I don't want to add to your stack. We have already found a few gray hairs because of that blasted cat. But he does keep the mice out of the flipping ship as well, with whatever that he does in that room of his down the bowels of the ship. As long as he stops knocking the bottles off of my shelves. <laughs> Honestly, I go into my quarters and I find one more just shattered. Just, he needs to stop. I'll have a word with him. Has one toe gotten back yet? Minus a wart or boil or whatever the hell that demon creature was that was attached to him. That is about the time, because that is always one toe's uh, thing. Yeah. His, his, his luck and fate in life is uh, if you wonder what, what worse thing could possibly happen, that's when he comes in. Or when is one toe ever going to get back? That's when he gets back. Hey, everybody. Good job. Uh, look. And he just opens up his armpit. There's like a bloody gauze around him, around his armpit. One toe's back in business. Good job. All right. What can I do for you, Captain? Well, we've got a bit of a job. Did you get the ship prepared for and make sure the crew is ready to sail within the hour? Um, okay. In the hour. Time for adventure. Adventure, adventure, adventure. It's time to make a bit of money. Yep. And he's going to stumble up the stairs. <laughs> Thanks. Stop. Dust himself off. <laughs> go and get a good adventure. And then he's going to go up. This time without stumbling. Watch your head on the beam this time. And then he hits his head. On, he's going to hit his head on the beam. Hey, Captain, I'm going to watch my head next time. I promise. Yep. You you do that, Monto. I shouldn't have taken him to a doctor. I should have taken him somewhere where they could wrap him in, you know, some sort of cloth. I should have bought him a suit of armor. That's not a bad idea. I think if we hit pay dirt, that ought to be one of the first things. Although if he falls overboard, that could be a problem. That could be a blessing. <laughs> In scene. <laughs> so. <laughs> we are horrible. Uh. Okay. Scene is now set. The crew is now doing their various jobs to get the the siren song. Um, dis- I don't know any. I actually need to buy salt marsh. Uh, goes to Salt Marsh just so I can learn some uh, nautical things. Oh, the mizzen mast and the yacht arm and yeah, all, all those. Things. So pretend Way like anchor. yeah, pretend yeah. like we are very, very versed in all things nautical. So they pull the anchor up, Miss Port. Um, eventually, becomes a pinprick as you can wave goodbye to Miss Port. At this point, what I would like for you to do is roll me a survival check to figure out if you can read this map correctly and take it where it needs to go. Oh, that's better. 18. Um, 18? Okay. That's a 16. Okay. Both the captain and the first mate are reading this map, and you have a pretty good gist. This is a unmarked island that you've ever... You have your own maps of just Mistport, the area. You have crudely drawn maps, the cheaper maps. You don't get the high-class debutante maps that other people get with nice details on it. You get what you can afford, and that is cheap maps. But this map does seem to be lined up. It is hand-drawn, but it does seem to line up. Feels like it's going to take you about two days to get to where you need to go. Fair enough. Looks like we got a bit of time to kill. Dinner's cooking. The ship's afloat. For the time being. Yalaris, did you see anything on the shoreline? Oh, was I supposed to be looking for something? God. I'm so sorry. Uh, looks like Miss Port's no longer that way. And, and he just points his staff uh, in, in front. And you're going this way. I see just water. I don't see anything else, Captain. Why are you our navigator? You told me I you needed someone cheap. And I am, right now, unfortunately... Cheap. They're going to stay that way if you don't do your job. I'm sorry, I can't hear you from way up here in the crow's nest. Were you saying something? You know how cats like to be up high. Just keep a lookout and let us know when you see land or ships or anything other than your own butt that you keep thinking all day. Do you want me to relieve you, Lara, of duty? Sure. 
Go ahead and go up there. All right, Give I will. Give him a bit of a break. I will climb to the crow's nest. Oh, hello. <laughs> Relieving me of duty again. Yes, again. All right, then. Have fun. I'm starting to get rather good at your job, seeing as you won't do it. He just rolls his eyes. Hmm. Well, then. Maybe Is there some sort of incentive? Is there something that you do actually want? It'd be most helpful to know so that we could, you know, persuade you to actually give Care. a shit. I will tell you if this Tristan Blue business turns out to be what I would like for it to be. That would spark some ambition. A cat with ambition. Hmm. It'd be an amazing sight to see. Would it not? I will be continuing my studies down below then. So you're going to take a nap, is what you're telling me. I am going to meditate on certain arcane infrastructures around the world. And I am going to study things that are perhaps forsaken. Perhaps they are out there in the world. I will also take a nap. Yes. Thank you. Good day. And uh, climbs down from the crow's nest. She sticks her tongue out at him as he, as he walks by. <laughs> I can see that, you know. Really? Come and get it. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> so you're actually gonna are you gonna take your own peek around? You're you're only really yes. like a few hours into this voyage, so yeah. if you'd like to go and take a peek, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Okay. Nope. No. I get distracted tuning my loot. Yeah. And uh, I get inspired by that little altercation with... Nalton is not much of a cat person. She's not not a cat person, but uh, this she can take her leave cat pass. person is mm. really not lending itself to that. <laughs> um, so she is um, kind of thinking about how she could spin that into into her show. Mm. Like kind of... I'm not a cat person, but you're a cat person because you're a person who's a cat. Like you're just going to yeah. make a little funny ditty <laughs> yeah. Yeah. about cat people. Just trying to figure out the right and proper way to make a cat person tabaxi song. She's really more wondering to herself if old tabaxi. She's never met anybody else. This is the first tabaxi you've probably met. You've probably seen some tabaxi around, but this is the first one you've like hung out with. And you guys have hung out. uh, We'll just we'll say that uh, Yolaris has been around for maybe six months of your Mm -hmm. of your crew. So kind of the newest member of the crew hasn't warmed up to you just yet. Mm. Apparently, super aloof. This is my summer job. <clears throat> there is, at a certain point, let's see, Squirrel comes out. Time, time for, time for dinner, everyone. Oh, yes. Oh, wonderful, I'm starved. Yeah. Upstairs or downstairs? Downstairs, of course. Okay. He scuttles down, yep. and you guys have a really rackety little table uh, that everyone kind of, it's like a round table that everyone huddles around. There's a chair, there's like a big spindle, there's like a, you know, that you're sitting on. There's like a box mm-hmm. and there's a crate and everyone is there, um, minus Yolaris. But uh, one toe, Joe is there, Squirrel is there, Angkor is there. And everyone is at this point asking, uh, Angkor is like, so what's this about this um, uh, Tristan, Tristan feller? Well, if you can believe it, we are chasing the legend. Oops. We met a member of his crew. Her crew. Their crew? Her crew. You don't, you don't know um, the gender? I don't think it's probably not. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's never been explained not. in the legend at all, actually. Oh. It's just been rumored, as I heard. Yeah, um, Squirrel goes, uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard something about that. I've heard the legend, uh, but I haven't, like, oh, I never thought the thing. Tristan's a girl or a guy or something. I guess it doesn't really matter, does it? I mean... The ship was Black Swan. That means more towards one than the other, but you never know. Mm. Oh, cool. So we're going to be, um, and, and Squirrel gets really excited as she's uh, chewing, as you all start chewing into your food. The vegetables are great. They are just about perfection. And the, uh, Squirrel, these are really good boiled potatoes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, um. Got spices I, in this. Yeah, no, I was really working on the spices and really working on that, some recipes. And I take been, another bite. Is that rosemary? That is rosemary. Where'd you get fresh rosemary? Um, don't tell the captain, but the reason why we didn't get captain's favorite bread or any bread at all is because it's been on the rosemary. I rosemary's better than bread. I think so too. It flavors more. I'm just really tired of tack bread. I'm just really, really tired of tack bread. Well, these <laughs> potatoes are delicious. Thank you. Potatoes are a start. Thank you. 
Squirrel, where's the bread? I, I don't see Oh, anywhere. the bread. We must have forgotten the bread. What? You know how much I love the bread. I, I know you love the bread. Like, I know you love... But these these potatoes the are a really good seasonal starch, though, Captain. Mm. And if we overload on carbohydrates, it's not going to bode well. Uh, you make a fine point. Thank you, Nadella. <clears throat> I look at her. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that um, that we're going to be chasing a legend, then? That's great. Yes, that treasure that went down with the ship on the island and crashed on is apparently still there. And yeah, I... we have the location and the map. So you you think that um maybe uh, her um her treasure's there or his treasure's there, like still there, just all that treasure. Legend has it, no one ever found the thing. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. As uh, Angkor takes a giant meaty, just he has meat just all over his mouth, and he has a beard. <laughs> he has a big old like giant beard, and he's just like. I'll just take a handkerchief and just let, let me get. Oh, I've got something oh, there. Oh, from thank across you. the Go table, I'm precipitating the drips of grease so that they don't mm-hmm. get on the map. Mm. <clears throat> and he uh, he gives uh, he gives Nutella a wink. <laughs> oh, it was a really nice song you were playing earlier today. Um, Nutella. <clears throat> thank you. I worked on one for Mama Glitterstone. Yeah. Mama Glitterstone is so nice, isn't she? She's the sweetest. She's the sweetest. Really nice. I wish she was my mama. I mean, she sort of treats everyone, you know, she's sort of everyone's mum, so. She demands so. everyone call her mama, that's right. Yeah. Or you get kicked I out think and you get a lifetime banishment. You. I think she's adopted all of us. You might be right. Maybe she really is my mother. Maybe. And you see, like, a single tear just start to roll down. Um, would you like to write her a letter while we're gone? I would. Uh, seeing as how I can't write. Um, do you want me to help you? Do you? You right, we'll write one together. We, we could. No, we'll write one together. Oh, absolutely. We can Let's write a letter to Mama Glitterstone then and tell her I'm really happy she's mm. my mother. So I will take well, out parchment and ink and I will begin a letter to Mama Glitterstone from Ankle. What do you draw a picture for? Oh, we'll draw. I'm a really good drawer of You're pictures. You're a wonderful oh. artist. I'm a really good drawer of pictures. Oh, what is the thing? The thing on the front of the chip. The, 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 the figurehead? Yes, the figurehead. You did a wonderful job with the figurehead. Well, thank you. Um... He, uh, he already starts getting, like, when, when dinner starts getting done and everyone starts actually just doing some other things, and the, the, the boat is still rocking back and forth gently, and he's, um... My favorite. You, yeah. And uh, Angkor starts drawing kind of this stick figure Mama Glitterstone, and then this stick figure version of him. And then he starts drawing these stick figures of what looks like his old family, mm-hmm. back when he was in a, a tribe of sorts, and then there, and then, uh... This basically just becomes like, oh, I want you to say I'm thankful for um, Mama Glitterstone because um, I lost my family. I mean, they're not dead. I just literally lost them. Um, you know, got on a boat. And um, I don't remember where, you know, it's not important. Uh, my point is I've lost my family. And I would like, um, I think it's great that she's part my mom. She's my mother now. Well, you've got family here, so, you You're right. You're all my family, right? Indeed. Oh. I've gained so much family today. It's been a big day for me. All right then, <clears throat> I'm not. I gotta. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn around. Wait, Captain says it's okay to cry. Absolutely. Was that Captain? Which Captain said it's okay to cry. So I'm gonna cry in front of everyone openly. <clears throat> and he begins to boohoo. I will pull out a handkerchief. <laughs> yeah, as will I. Yep. Oh, that's really weird. Uh, one Tojo says as he's like. Mm. I'm going to clean up the dishes. How about that? I want to help uh, Squirrel clean up the dishes. Uh, he's trying to get awkwardly away from the big... Because Angkor is a big half-orc mm-hmm. with large muscles. He's got a pot belly. <laughs> he has a shirt that... It's almost like a Shrek. It's, a crop top. it's like a crop top, essentially. Aww. And you hear uh, Wentojo like, banging around on the pots and pans. He's trying to wash the dishes off. And you hear, Ow! Ow! Oh, cleaning knives is the worst. I told you, leave that to Squirrel. Squirrel's like, yeah, get out of here. Wento, you know you're not supposed to have anything sharp and pointy at all. This is obviously when he has two hands dual-wielding knives. Oh. Put them down. I'm... Now? Okay. I I will put... Putting them down. Just putting them down. Then I'm going to go upstairs and... um, 
try not to hurt myself like you said to do after dinners. I'll be up in a bit to help you rebandage that wound. I got a new one from the knife. I'm sorry. I was trying to hide it, but now I'm losing blood. I'm going to go now. He starts walking off. (sighs) The little droplets of blood. At least I'll know where he went. I can follow the blood trail. Do you want me to carry him? I can. Sure. I just, you know, every time he hurts himself, if anything bigger threat comes instead of him, then I, that puts me down at power, you know? I can't... I know. That's why he usually stays on the ship. I I don't know how he made it this long. How is he not seasick? That's the one thing I've yet to figure out. It's the entire time that he sailed with me, he's not gone seasick once. But everything else just bleeds and gushes and bones break, and it's horrifying. I mean, probably he's built up an immunity to things that turn his stomach. I swear, he caught the plague twice. That's right, he did catch the plague. That was twice. Twice he caught the plague. No one else but him. We were all here when he caught the plague. Then was How it, did the plague just find him? Was it, then last winter he had that one flipping flu that only orcs get somehow. Sorry, I gave that to him. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure about that. I just got the orc flu. It, it happens. I get it. It's it, fine. Okay. We can work on that letter. Um, no, no. Thank you. You deal with the letter. I'll go deal with one toe. This is important to you. <laughs> you guys can continue working on the letter. You go up. There's one toe. You help him bandage himself up. He help. He tells you exactly how to wrap the bandage. Pretty okay as a physician. Mm-hmm. Just to other people. To other people. Not great with himself. Mm-hmm. There are occasional rumblings from below deck from uh, the wor- room that Yolaris tends to stay in. There's a, there's a, an occasional just you hear a pop or a uh, arcane chanting and then then snoring. And the night goes on. Unless you would like to do anything. Uh, no, I'm I'm ready for bed. It's been a full day. And soon we'll be paid. The ship will be fixed, and we can be on our merry way to making riches in our life of luxury. I mean, if that last festival had had a bigger crowd, I probably could have pulled in a bit more gold. It wasn't your fault. Your popularity is getting better, and your songs are getting better. Word is getting around about your talents. I just, I don't know. I haven't found that one. You know, there's always that melody that's eluding me. I'll find, like, the traces of it, like trying to remember a dream after you've woken up. Perhaps on this adventure will be a bit of some inspiration for you. I'm going to bed. At least to meditation. Good night. Whose turn is it for what? I mean, I can take first. No, you took one toe to the doctor. I'll take the the first watch tonight. You're captain. We need you at full health. We need you to rest. You're, you need your rest. I need a bit of alone time and smelling the sea air. And just looking at the stars will help for a bit. I appreciate it, though. And can I stay up for a while? I'll have him stay up while I meditate. And then I'll take the rest. It's much appreciated. Yeah. Anchor and I will buddy up and... Sure. You have your buddy moment. Like, we'll swap stories and I'll ask him about, you know... Oh, what was... Life on. Uh, Angkor has had a very odd life where he has been trying to find his family, but he can't remember because he was very young whenever he agreed to go on his first ship and voyage and didn't remember how to get back. He wasn't even sure that he was supposed to be on that ship. And the more so, like, you I listen to, it, like, the more you listen to the story. He falls asleep while yeah. he's on the boat, and he wakes up, and he's yeah. real far from home, and has no idea how to get back. Exactly. When you actually reach into the story, the crux of the story is he fell asleep on a boat. <laughs> he woke up. Oh no. <laughs> he doesn't know much <laughs> about. Like he was literally in a tribe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Civilization <clears throat> was not a thing for him. Mm. We picked him up like elsewhere, so there's no telling. I've been on a lot of boats. Um, I've seen a lot of cities. Have you come across any Arkish tribes in your journeys? No, mostly boats. Uh, mostly port towns, you know. Maybe we have to venture further to find all this treasure. Maybe we'll delve into some less inhabited lands and maybe we'll help you find your family. Oh, that would be very nice of you. It would be nice to see my, my, my tribe again, uh, my people. Yeah, there's some Very nice. Yeah. Keep hope. Well, I always got hope with you and the captain around. Let me show you something. All right. I take it. We go up to the to the top deck, and I point out some constellations. Mm. Do you see all those stars there? 
Those are pretty stars. I like them all. Yeah, we'll see them. Just remember that when you're looking at these stars, when your family looks up, no matter where they are in the world, they're looking at the same stars. She can meet them there. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, so I really haven't lost them all at all, have I? Oh, if we can you? all see the same stars and we're looking at the same place, then... When you're lonely, yeah. you just go and meet them there. And if I'm ever not with you... Right. I'll see the same stars and I'll meet you there. All I'll right? meet you there. You're right. He gives you a big old hug. I hug him back. I'd like to think the captain sees this from across the ship and just smiles as she sips on ale. Mm-hmm. So captain is, at this point, Montojo is already downstairs. You've already told him, go to bed, don't touch anything. <laughs> right. And you're just kind of, uh, you're, you see this off to the side. Um, it is a, the, the boat is swaying. It's beautiful weather. There's, a, there's obviously a breeze because you are, you are at a boat going forward. The twinkle of the stars are just beautiful. Eventually, you two. Yeah, um, Dantana does her four-hour meditation, mm-hmm. and then she relieves uh, Ankor, and he goes to his bed right. downstairs. And she just makes sure that the captain is asleep, as the captain does. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, roll me a perception check okay. as you are taking your night. And this is early, early in the morning. Oh, then I'm going to use my lab dice that have constellations in them. Mm. Ten. No, you don't see anything out of the... It, it is still clear waters. You don't see anything on off or the waters themselves don't seem like there's sharks or fish people or I mean, it's any open of the water. dizzyings of things. It's just open water. We hope you enjoyed our first episode of the new series. Be sure to find us on the social streams to stay up to date with our latest shenanigans. We'd love it if you like and subscribe and share us with your friends as well. Also, be sure to tune in to the original Loot and Dagger podcast as we've just recently jumped into our fourth season. Stay tuned for episode two of the Planar Pirates of Mistport coming in the next few weeks, and we'll see you soon.